Hello, St. Philip's. Just got a few thoughts on identity today, uh, a few things I've been thinking about. I'm hoping it will encourage you. I woke up this morning, a normal morning, not very with it, sort of potter downstairs, start to do the boys' sandwiches, trying to fight for the bathroom, not always getting in there very quickly, and also trying to get everyone up and out the house. And I hadn't really had time to think of much, really, let alone have a moment to dwell on God and what he thinks about me and how I feel about him and renew my mind. But I've basically got up, got out of the room and I was in the kitchen and I was thinking, oh, I don't, I feel a little bit low, a bit fed up. And then the thought came into my head that if I'm not agreeing with God, I'm disagreeing with him. And I thought, oh, am I? And I thought it was a little nudge and I was like, and I, was, I thought, I'm not disagreeing with you, God, but that blank space where we're not, when I don't fill it with who I am and meditating on him sometimes can become not full, but be a, a place where little, little lies come of, I am, I'm not very successful today. I haven't achieved much. I'm not very loving. I don't feel it. All those type of things can just sort of fill that place in the everyday. So I thought, actually, I need to be quite, I need to be more intentional about agreeing with what God says and thinks about me because there's disagreement comes in quite easily, which was a little bit um, unnerving. So in that moment, I, uh, a little bit later in the day, I just grabbed my journal and I, um, I just wrote down that sometimes it feels like there's no sight of the person I'm meant to be. Where has that person gone? I felt, I put in my journal, there's no sight of an empowered, loved, hope-filled child of God. It seems to have left the building. Because if I'm not believing that, I'm often believing something else. But I am a connected, radiant, contagious, contagious in love person that I am. And that's the truth. I'm always connected. I'm actually always radiant because God's love and light live in me. I am the light of the world, not because I am trying to be or do things that cause light, but because of who I'm connected to. And that is the person I am. And I'm contagious in love because I am connected to God who is love and his love comes out of me. So that was something today I trying to remember, trying to <laughs> believe that little bit more. And a bit later in the morning, I am um, last night, I was very tired. So I went to bed early. I slept a very long time and felt refreshed this morning, which was great. But later on, I don't know what it was. I suddenly thought about the sleep I'd had and how long I'd been in bed. And a little thought popped into my mind. I'm weak. I'm weak because I have to sleep so much. And I thought, where did that come from? And I, I accept the fact that I need to sleep probably a bit more than other people. And that's okay. But I realized there's, there was a little lie creeping in that if only I could not have to sleep as much, I would be more efficient. I had more time for different things. Society puts a pressure to be honest, to be productive, to get things done. Even like you hear of people not, not having to sleep so much and then being up so early and in their big jobs. But I also realized there was a bit of a lie coming down from my dad that I think 
he didn't rest very often. He didn't know how to stop in terms of work. And often he'd become ill. And that's the only time you'd actually rest or stop or lie in bed. It was often with a migraine. So I I just came to God and just said really briefly and quickly, I forgive my dad for modeling to me that perhaps sleep or rest is weak and not giving me a good, I suppose, lifestyle choice of rest and that it's a gift. Rest is a gift. Sleep is a gift. God made us to rest and to work and to work from rest. And I asked him just to realign anything that needed sorting in that area and to accept accept the rhythms and the that I have. And then I was reminded of this verse in Philippians 4 verse 13. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. So that's who I am. When I need to rest, I need to rest. But the the stuff in life, I can do everything through him who strengthens me. So that is a very good promise to hold on to and part of my identity that I can do everything through him who gives me strength. So the other thing today I was thinking of in terms of um, our identity was um, I read in Isaiah 55 verse 2, it says, listen, listen to me and eat what is good and your soul will delight in the richest of fare. Give ear and come to me, hear me that your soul may live. That really stood out today. I just stumbled across it and I often ask God, I really want my soul to prosper in terms of my soul, to feel alive in God, to feel that, to know peace and joy and to live in that in a more everyday experience. But what stood out in this was the listen, the listen to me and give ear that what I'm listening to and what I'm eating in terms of what I'm feeding on in my heart, my mind, my soul will affect with how my soul delights, will affect how my soul is living. And so in terms of identity, we need to be listening and giving ear to the things that God is saying, so our soul will live and our soul will delight in the richest affair. And I don't think I'm feeding enough on who God says I am and who he is to me. So that is something I need to grow in. And just one other thing before... I finished, this is just a little talk today, was Ephesians, the armour of God, where it talks about the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. But the first word at the beginning of that sentence is take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. And I was thinking about our identity and as you, we we become more suddenly like, oh, that really is soaked in or I really get that or it's become a revelation to me. Sometimes those moments of revelation come and they're amazing of who you are in Jesus. But other times they're revelation and then sometimes they ebb away and they fade away. And other times they do stick and that's amazing. And I felt today I had a picture of holding the sword out before myself and I have to take hold of who I am at the moment and really put it before me. Um, It can't just be in the back of my mind or my subconscious. I've got to take it up. I've got to take the sword, the sword of the spirit, the word of God and put it before me. 
and it's going to guide me into who I am, you know, into what he's got for me in the day, the way I react, the way I think about myself and others. If I put it before me, it is a little bit like a filter and a lens in which I see myself and even the day and the stuff I do in the day through. So I want to encourage us to take hold of the sword of the spirit, the word of God, take hold of who we are and what God is speaking to us about who we are and hold it out before us. So today I want to hold before me that I am a connected, radiant, contagious, in love, empowered and hope-filled child of God. That doesn't change. That doesn't change when my circumstances change or how I feel changes. That's always going to be the truth. So I'm going to take hold of it and I'm going to put it in front of me and walk with holding on to that. Like you have to hold on to a sword. I don't want to drop it or put it back in my halter. I've got to hold it out before me today. So today, God, would you help us to hold out our swords, take hold of the sword, take hold of the word of God and help us to hold on to it and walk, walk in light of it. So today, Holy Spirit, fill us afresh with a knowledge of you and your knowledge of your love. And with those beautiful words you speak to us, help them to come alive in an increasing measure today. In your name. Amen.